If you're an entrepreneur, then the work you do is sacred. And this podcast is here to help you create more money, more freedom, and more impact as you do it. Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for women in business ready to learn about sacred selling, sales funnels, and online business strategy. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and let's dive into a brand new episode. Hi, and welcome back to Sacred Work. If you are new here, I'm your host, Taylor Ray. I'm the founder of Sacred Funnels, an agency that builds done-for-you sales funnels for creators, coaches, and service providers in a way that actually feels good and helps you to cultivate the freedom that we all crave in business. Now, don't forget, we've got our free funnel templates that you can download right now by heading to sacredfunnels.co forward slash freebies. There are four of the best converting passive income funnel templates literally waiting for you that you can swipe and insert straight into your biz. So hurry over there, grab those and thank me later. Now, today's episode is all about the power of storytelling and why your brand needs it. Okay, so this is a really beautiful topic and it sort of came to me because a friend of mine actually said to me today, she was looking at my TikTok account. And if you're not following me on TikTok, I'm at this is Tay Ray. And over there, I'm sharing a lot in terms of my journey with pregnancy, uh, stepping into motherhood, you know, preparing to become a first time mom. I'm absolutely loving sharing the journey over there. It's been so beautiful. It's been so fun and really cultivating a beautiful connection with my audience over there. I've absolutely loved it. And she was having a look and she came through to me and she said, Tay, like, I just want to commend you, like just the way that you are storytelling and the way that you are showing up over there. It's so authentic. And it just goes to show how well that actually works. (laughs) She was like, your engagement, there's so much like happening on the account. It's really amazing to see, like, just keep it up. And it really just got me thinking because honestly, at the end of the day, that account, I am just having fun with it. And I'm really, am just telling my story. And that is obviously resonating. You know, the posts that are going on there, some of them have had over 2 million views. Others are in the hundreds of thousands. And, you know, it's just really coming from that place of being able to authentically share my story. And as a result, that's actually really resonating with the exact type of person that is going through a similar journey as me or has been on a similar journey to me or just enjoys that type of content. And so with that, I was like, you know what? I feel like this is a really beautiful topic to bring to the podcast. And so I think it's something I've seen it a lot lately and maybe you have as well, you know, the term storytelling. And I I actually Googled the term storytelling because I was like, what? Let's give this a definition. And basically what Google came back to me when I said, what is storytelling in content strategy? And the answer was in content marketing, storytelling strategy focuses on identifying the wants and needs that drive a target audience's decisions and telling brand stories that will resonate deeply with individual users. And I think honestly, yes, that's very clinical and to the point and we can all see (laughs) what that means. But at the end of the day, you know, when you are telling stories, it's that piece of resonance when it says it resonates deeply with individuals. I think that's it, to be honest. And I really do think, you know, we're in a day and age where we're all craving connection. And honestly, if you can cultivate that from a really authentic place in the way that you are creating content for yourself as a creator or for your brand, your business, however you're showing up online, that is going to be what ultimately connects with people the most. We want to make sure that we are telling our story and creating content in a way that's authentic. It's not just about selling or trying to have some sort of end goal with what it is that that content is about. Now, you might be like, Tay, but you've spoken about this in the past and you always talk about having like a call to action or like, you know, having some sort of end goal in terms of the content. And 
While yes, this is true, we definitely do want to make sure that there is some sort of purpose to what it is that we are doing. I truly do believe that the way in which it connects the most with people is when it really comes from that authentic place of wanting to connect first and foremost. And of course, having your CTAs and the action steps that people can take beyond then is really beautiful. And we do want to continue to incorporate that. But people are only going to take action if they actually feel compelled based on the content and they're actually enjoying what it is that you are putting out. They feel connected to it in some way. And so I really feel like making sure that you are actually storytelling and not just creating content for content's sake is what is actually going to really resonate with your audience. And that might mean something does go beautifully viral and it attracts a lot of people through to your audience, or it might mean that a thousand people see it, you know, and those people, a few of them come across and grow your audience that way. You have a really strong, loyal following with your niche audience. So it's not about necessarily the biggest numbers in the world, but it's about the people who are witnessing your content and are consuming it. What are they getting out of it? What emotion is it eliciting? How do they feel when they're receiving that content from you? And I had a look at HubSpot and it was really talking about storytelling do's and don'ts. So I wanted to list off some of these for you because I think this helps to give like a bit of a better picture as well. Some of the don'ts when it comes to storytelling is using jargon or business speak, you know, trying to sound super professional. (laughs) Don't focus too much on yourself or your brand. Don't leave plot holes. Don't make your characters too perfect. Don't skim over the details. Don't sell your CTA too hard and don't overcomplicate the story. Now, I think that that's pretty good. It's pretty on point. Good job, HubSpot. I really do think that that list really identifies a lot of the reasons that sometimes we can feel like our content just isn't landing. You know, maybe you are making you a bit too professional. Maybe it's just too much about you rather than like, how that actually resonates with the person that's watching it. Maybe there's parts that people don't understand because you're leaving sections out or you're skimming over details or maybe you're pushing too hard in terms of that call to action and that end goal. And maybe it's just a bit overcomplicated and convoluted. You know, people are a bit unsure and that makes them click away because they're like, oh, I don't really know what's going on here anymore. There's a lot of reasons that things could be going wrong. And so those are things that we don't want to do. And probably the one that sort of stands out to me the most is don't use jargon or business speak. Like don't be so professional. If you're on my mailing list, you get emails from me every single week. And a lot of the emails that I send are super storytelly. You know, I'm telling stories about things that are going on in my life. I use my language. It's in my voice. It's not just like some sort of rattled off email with all of the professional points. And here's how you do X, Y, Z. Like, Yes, we have some emails that are focused on value-based content in terms of implementable strategies, but again, it's still coming from my voice. Like I sign off every single email I ever write. Big love. (laughs) Big love, Tay, XXX. And some people would say, well, that's not a very professional way to sign off an email from a business, but at the end of the day, like, yes, it is a business, but I'm still the person that's writing it and you're still connecting with me, Taylor Ray or Tay, you know, that's what I go by as the face of sacred funnels. Like, you're not like, oh, I got this email from sacred funnels. You're like, oh, I got an email from Tay. You know, and that's why people respond. People write back to those emails that are going out to thousands of people. People write back because they feel so personally impacted by the content that's in there. And they're like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. Like, oh, Tay, I love this. Or that was so funny. Or love the story about peaches, like my dog. Like, you know, there's so many little things like that. And I just think, you know, even in the last podcast episode that I recorded, I was talking about the fact that I'm 32 weeks pregnant and like how I utilize a strategy in order to prepare for labor. Like, you know, a strategy that's applicable for business is also how I'm planning out what needs to go in my nursery and my hospital bag. So like, again, storytelling, like inject your personality. Okay. So those were some of the don'ts. 
let's focus on some of the do's. Now, this list was pretty good and it sort of said, you know, do utilize, you know, visualization in terms of showing your ideas. So I think, you know, taking the listener or the viewer down like a bit of a journey, you know, visualize, help to paint the picture. Think about some of the best copy that you've ever read on a sales page. And it's definitely not about like, this is the benefit A, B, and C. It's more like putting you in the scenario and like helping you to almost experience it like you are there. I always think about the example, you know, if I said to you right now, imagine that, you know, you were to get up from whatever you're doing, well, you're listening to the podcast, but whatever else you're doing at the same time, you know, walk into your kitchen, go into the fridge, open up your fridge, have a look in there. There's a, there's a lemon. I want you to grab the lemon. I want you to take it over to the kitchen bench. I want you to grab a knife and I want you to cut the lemon in half. And then I want you to pick up that half of the lemon and lick it, like, like smack it on your tongue. When I say that, a lot of the time, for a lot of you listening, probably your taste buds started going, your mouth might have even started watering. You probably imagined yourself going through that. And you're almost like experiencing cutting the lemon, opening it up, licking the lemon. I know even me, like I've told this story so many times. It's such a great example. I remember the first time I heard it and my mouth like salivated everywhere. But even now, like I, I swallow because... <laughs> I, I can imagine it, you know, it still elicits the same response. It's the same thing in terms of, you know, what you're creating content wise, like create that visualization, create the experience. Another do is to know your audience. So who are you talking to? <laughs> I really think that that's a lot of the reason that, you know, my TikTok account, you know, is growing and I'm connecting with the right people is because I know who my people are over there. You know, it's, it's moms, it's women who are pregnant, you know, first time parents, things like that. And they resonate because they're experiencing the same things as me. And that's why the videos connect so well with them. It also says to make sure you're outlining your plot and your core message. So that's a strong do. You know, what are you creating the content for? Don't just rattle off. Don't be <laughs> the person that goes live and is like, hey, just waiting for a few more people to go. Like, Come on here. Like, what's up? Like, there's got to be a reason. Otherwise, people aren't, they're not going to hang around. You know, it's we're in, a, in an age of this is the, the attention economy, you know, where there's so much content and stuff all the time. People scroll so quickly. If people don't know what it is that they're watching or why, they're going to leave. Okay, let's quickly move through some other do's. We want to make sure that we are being honest. We want to go deep. We want to make sure that it's useful and you can leave room for imagination. So don't, like I said, it's on the other side of the don't. Don't overcomplicate it. Leave some room for people to sort of ask extra questions or to sort of, you know, make their own assumptions and things like that as well. You know, that's some of the videos that I have that I've created that are really short. Some of them have done incredibly well purely because people are like, oh, like, you know, they're commenting, oh, this is what I think of it. And, you know, that sort of starts a conversation with other people. And so there's lots of things going on in the comments. And of course, then that algorithmically pushes it in front of more people because there's a lot of engagement. So sparking conversation and really focusing on that community aspect can be really powerful as well. And of course, you know, when it comes to doing all of this, you know, what's the whole point? Why are we doing it? Obviously, you know, you're cultivating an audience, you're building community, you're building relationships. From there, you know, you have that authentic connection. When it does come to a time where you want to monetize, and maybe you're already doing that because you might already be a brand, but if you're not and you're building your personal brand, your creator, whatever it is that you're doing, there will come a time where you'll want to monetize in some way. And as you should, you know, you're building a beautiful platform and whatever that might look like, you might then create a podcast where you get sponsors for the podcast. You might be an affiliate with, you know, links for different products or services. You might create your own products or services. You might create 
courses or programs or whatever it is. There's so many avenues and so many things that you can do in order to then serve your audience in a different way. And I really think about it for yourself. Like the people that you like watching and like learning and engaging with online, you then feel more compelled to then buy from them, right? Like I can list so many people that I follow online that I love that in some way have had an influence over things that I have purchased, whether it's been directly through them or through an affiliate link or, you know, similar, right? Or even their particular products or services I've literally gone and bought. And that's because, you know, I've been following them. I trust them. We have that relationship. Even things that I don't necessarily buy, I would be more likely to buy from them. And one of the biggest examples I can think of is the Inspired Unemployed Boys. You know, they had an Instagram account. They're incredibly funny. If you don't follow them, go and follow them. They're so good. Um, And they have a fantastic podcast, the Inspired Unemployed Pod. Absolutely love it. Great for a lol. But they've gone ahead and created a beer company. It's called Better Beer and it's huge. Like it's doing, I don't know where it is in the world, but it's doing massively well in Australia and New Zealand. It's now in as well. They're killing it. Like absolutely amazing. Now I'm not a beer drinker. Obviously I'm not a drinker at the moment because I'm (laughs) heavily pregnant, but in general, I'm not a beer drinker. But if I was a beer drinker, I would try, I would buy their beer. Like I would try it because I like the guys. Like I think they're hilarious. I enjoy getting behind them. I want to support something that they've created. They do have a ginger beer as well, which I have actually bought in the past. So there you go. And this is, this is the thing, right? Like it's because we have that relationship with someone that you trust online. You feel like you know them. So whatever it is that you're doing at whatever stage of growth you're at, just remember that. Like when you're telling stories at the end of the day, that's you creating a really captured audience who really loves you and the percentage of them are going to want to buy from you. They're actually going to be really excited to buy from you. And I think that that's a far better way to be doing things than to be trying to force the sale down people's throats without building up any relationship. Now, I get it, right? A lot of us, you know, we're starting businesses, we're building brands from day dot, we want to be able to monetize and things like that. Maybe, you know, you started your business and it's purely to create sales. You're not coming from that sort of creator perspective and building an audience slowly beforehand. That's fine. I'm not saying like, hey, you should stop selling and for the next year, just create fun content. God, no. But what I am saying is like even the content that you are creating that sells should still build those relationships. And again, I'm thinking about, you know, huge brands, you know, koala mattresses. Again, I know I'm Australian. So if you're not in Oz, maybe I'm not sure if koala mattresses are over there for you guys yet. But this is just a campaign that sort of stands out. Koala mattresses have done so well because they're really smart at the content that they create and how they target people through YouTube ads. Like that's how they really kicked things off. A storytelling, you know, and then from there, they have a really good product that has a really good returns policy. So you can try it. If you don't love it, send it back like easy peasy. A lot of brands, a lot of mattress brands have really modeled off them and have sort of gone, oh, that's a really successful model doing things. Let's do it as well. But they were like one of the first movers to do it. And I'm sure that you can think of so many examples like that of brands who, you know, you just really like, oh, that's good. Like that's so funny or that really tells a story or you feel like resonant with it and it gives you something other than, hey, we're just trying to sell you this thing. So yes, by all means, sell, sell, sell. Good on you. Go for it. But don't just be selling. Like make sure that you're doing it in a way, like I said, that is storytelling because that's going to build the relationship more than anything. And that's where people are actually going to want to buy from you. Look at some of the success that music artists and things like that have had. Lizzo pops to mind. You know, she is absolutely massive in terms of her success. And, you know, if you don't know who Lizzo is, you're probably under a rock at this point. 
but there's so much storytelling behind her music and behind what she comes up with and the way that she shows up and the way that she creates content and engages with her audience online. Same thing, like Miley Cyrus, like her song Flowers that came out recently, you know, it's, you know, the story behind it and what that was about was to do with Liam and the spinoff of the Bruno Mars side of things. Like there was so much traction around that song and it had so much success so quickly because of the story behind it. So really try to think about that when it comes to what you are doing and what you are creating for yourself as a creator or your business or your brand. How are you telling a story? How are you connecting with people beyond just, hey, I've got this thing you should buy? Okay. And look, as another quick example, before I wrap it up, I was having an email conversation with someone the other day. They've been on my mailing list for a very long time and they're on my mailing list for business, right? For getting funnels and automation set up in their business. Cause that's what sacred funnels does. So anyone that's on the list, that's what they're there for. And we were just talking via email and she just said, Oh, by the way, I just want you to know, I've loved watching your pregnancy journey. Like I'm loving seeing your content about that. And that was just really beautiful to hear because at the end of the day, she's there for business. Like she's there for things that can help her further her business. Me being pregnant does not further her business, but she took the time out of her day to say to me, I actually love the content and love being a part of that journey with you. And at the end of the day, people are connecting with me through that way. And then they're going down different avenues that are then taking them across to Sacred Funnels if they're someone that has a need for that. You know, they have an online business, they want marketing sorted, they want automations, they want funnels set up. They're going to go down the right channels in order to find the Sacred Funnels brand, the website, its own Instagram, all those things, right? So I think at the end of the day, we can get really caught up with like, oh, I better not color outside the lines. I better not be anything outside of exactly what my brand is. But people get to know you and they like you and they build a relationship with you because of you. And so, yes, me being pregnant isn't necessarily like directly related to sacred funnels and how you can automate your marketing. But in a way, there will be women who will really resonate with me on a different level because maybe they're pregnant as well. And maybe that brings them across and, oh, they've also got a business that they would like help with. You know, those services that I provide through sacred funnels can help them. When I step into motherhood and things like that, that's going to be a whole other way of doing business. And so female entrepreneurs who are also mums, will probably resonate with me in a different way than when I didn't have kids and it was, you know, living the YOLO life and just kind of like, oh, whatever, like I've got all the time in the world. Things will change and they will be different and me sharing different sides of my life and storytelling and things like that. Again, it's going to resonate differently with different people. So, you know, I just think it's worth bearing in mind because like I said, sometimes we just feel like we have to put ourselves in a box and not be anything else. But I think that that can take away from the storytelling element. And on that note, (laughs) I will give a little shout out to my other podcast, which is called Oh Mama. If you are a mom or you want to follow the pregnancy journey or you're pregnant as well or whatever, I just want to let you know I have a whole other podcast dedicated to that. So we're keeping sacred work specific to business owners and people who want to learn about marketing and business and everything like that. We love that here. But if you want to come and hang and chat with me about a whole other realm of my life, which is being pregnant, and that will carry across into the postpartum journey. And I want to, you know, have some beautiful conversations with other mums and really just talk about motherhood in general. That's over on Oh Mama. So yeah, if you want to come check that out, it's on Apple, it's on Spotify, it's on all the major podcast platforms. And yeah, I just realized recently I had not told you guys at all. And you guys are my podcast listeners (laughs) that I have this whole other podcast. So look, no pressure, might not be your thing. That's cool. We can hang here. But if you are interested in the the pregnancy side of things and, you know, that element of my life, I would love to have you come and hang over on the Oh Mama pod as well. 
All right, that is it for this one. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate you so much. Of course, like I said, if you want to find out more about Sacred Funnels and you know getting your marketing automated, getting your business systems automated, having a sales process in place that works for you, of course, I'd love to help you out. The website is sacredfunnels.co and on Instagram and TikTok, we are at sacredfunnels.co as well. So sacredfunnels.co, literally everywhere. And yeah, you can send me a DM, jump on the website, download the freebies, find all the things that are going to help you out. Okay. And of course, before you go, if you did enjoy the episode, please do leave a five-star review. It helps us so very much and I'll appreciate it forever. All right, that's it. Thanks, my love. I will see you next week. Bye.